Pipi. Who's Pipi? My, my, no. Welcome to Grapple Down, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to mosquito repellent. And does it work? Oh, I mean, I had used the off and then whatever smoke bomb you had out earlier today. I didn't get bit once. I'm cool. I'm not going to know if I got bit until later tomorrow. How does that really make sense? Because that's when the bite, like, really forms on my body and I start to get itchy. Mm. Okay. Mm. The visual. (laughs) (laughs) You are listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apps. It's Grapples, the number two. two. Apples, you don't oh, like SoundCloud. Yeah. You got Apple Podcasts. You have soon to be defunct Google Play Music. You have <laughs> iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you are listening. As usual, and for the first time in a very long time, I am one of your hosts. 217, lean, mean, oof, full of raw steel and sex appeal the very sensual the very tight mr sunglasses at night himself your boy the champion shades joined not remotely no sir by my hetero life mate tell him who you is Mr. Ill Will, the thrill, the poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, the major English, whatever you need me to be, that's why I'm biggest baby. That's who I is, and I is next to you in person doing this show for the first time since March? At least six months. Shut sure. And we are not alone here, because we have, Grapples to Apples, have invaded the suburbs and have been... Graciously hosted. Well taken care of. Very well taken care of. Word to the bird. I didn't do anything. <laughs> it was all Tommy Boy. The alcohol beverages on deck. The food. The Desserts. barbecue and beer. Those who? Bourbon Brothers are here. Tell them who you are. Let's go. Right. Tommy Boy is in the house because we are literally in his house. <laughs> And then you have Big Daddy Hugo popping out kids. <laughs> oh, let's try it again. Let's go. <laughs> For the world to know. <laughs> so apparently it was a baby factory. Uh, we, we, we gave you the congratulations like a month ago. Yeah, but... I didn't move, but you guys didn't do it together. We you did, guys we were on the air together. But we were on the air together. No, but, but that was remotely. This is the first I want time. accolades now between you guys here right now. I want accolades now. Is that how you had the third baby? Oh, So this is the first time we are all together in a very long time. Very long time. At least in front of each other. As usual, we cover AEW's major events. And what just wrapped up was AEW's All Out 2020 live from Jackson. Yeah, there you go. That's that's why you're here. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'm here. That's what you're here for. I can't see to know where events take place. 
we have 10 matches. Oh, excuse me, 11 matches on the card. Two pre-show matches. We have the Suburban Brothers. We have Grapples to Apples. Let's get into this after we ring that bell. So the first of the two pre-show matches was the bad boy. Joey Janela. <laughs> you were waiting all night to do that, didn't were you? It's Justin, on my phone. Justin Roberts didn't even get to do it, but well, he, he, did, so he exactly. just ran out of the ring. Exactly. So he, did, he wasn't allowed to do it. I did it for him. <laughs> the bad boy. <laughs> it was Joey Janela, of course, with Sunny Kiss by his side, going up against Serpentico. Sunny Thick. Who <laughs> <laughs> was accompanied by Luther. The match was fine enough. I mean, this was meant to really show that Serpentico is someone who is there and can do stuff. And, and he then, couldn't. And he was... Uh, he he was, was there and he did stuff. He was there. Okay, so, so, so the, the, you know, the big thing that still stood out to me in this match is Tommy Boy and I are actually sitting there watching it, is that Ser- Serpentico gets on the top rope... He's just standing on there, and then he just jumps out, jumps off the top rope, and stomps on Joey Janela. I was like, what's the point of standing on the top rope? Maybe he was getting a better angle. He just wanted to know what he was looking at. He's like, like, hmm, where do I stomp? Looking right there. Oh, yeah, I stop. Okay, okay. He's Puerto Rican. He doesn't speak Spanish. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. <laughs> After seven and a half minutes, Joey Janela comes out with the W. And so Joey Janela, I'm gonna, oh my god, my, I just I can't help myself. You can't help me. Like, you can't. You bad boy. Joey Janela defeats Serpentico to open the pre-show. Going on to our next pre-show match, we have Private Party taking on the Dark's or the, the Dark Order. Order, the Dark Orders, Alex Reynolds and John Silver. So it's. Three and four, right? That's their numbers in the Dark Order. Something like that. This match was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Simply because it had two contrasting styles. Yeah. Uh, PP were more... <laughs> Excuse me, what was that again? You? The what? PP. Ignore them. The who? PP. <laughs> Who's PP? My, my... No. <laughs> PG, PG, We don't have those sponsors yet. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Private party. Private party. Private party. Copyright. Copyright. Wow, it's been a while since we've done it on air. Copyright. Private party and the Dark Order had two contrasting styles. One were more high flying, quick pace, and the other was like grounded wrestling. Um, I said that uh, watching the match, I'm like, uh, this wasn't a good start to the, the pre-show. Mm-hmm. But the, the match built in suspense, and eventually at the climax, I was like, ah, all right, you know what? They did a good job at yeah. setting the table for yeah. the main card. Yep, sure. Private Party goes over with the uh, gin and juice. Mm-hmm. I called it the silly string when we were watching it. I was like, that's not Yeah, I was like, exactly. silly I yelled, I yelled gin and juice. Because the 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 their thing one their like their signature moves. I think the silly string. Yeah. Oh okay. And I was just like, hmm, gin and juice. The old Snoop Dogg dog, dog, <laughs> dog. Oh, 
Anyway, so we move on. <laughs> so we move. We move into the main boat. Start the show proper. We start the show proper, and we don't have a match in the ring to start. Which, if I was in the audience, I'd be a little annoyed. You know, like yeah. All right, welcome to the show, and I'll watch this on the screen. But you know, I, I totally would have been super annoyed. But considering that like there's still limited audience and you know this is still very much a COVID era show. Um, I think it's fine that you open with this. And it was Big Swole and Britt Baker in a tooth and nail match, which is a pre-recorded match that took place, quote unquote, in Britt Baker's dentist office. Um but it was in the back room of it was definitely like, place. Yeah, that yeah. was not in the, <laughs> nope. It was definitely like uh, one of the, the medical rooms at Daly's place. But um it was if you're into like stupid, silly, entertaining, nonsensical, like ballroom, like the boiler room matches kind of thing, then you're fine with this. It was fun. If you're a cornetter and you're all about the whole like in ring classic stuff, then you're gonna think this is like there's no room for this aggressive. You're gonna hate it. Hating, yeah, hating exactly. life in general. Right. Like a cornetter. Right. So I th- I was fine with this match. The match wasn't bad. Yeah. Uh, the the women really went for it. Um, yes. They they were hitting each other with weapons and uh, doing moves on the the the, the floor. Yeah, so a swinging like, neck breaker. A swinging neck breaker on, on the, the floor. floor. Yeah. Or was it the crossroads? <laughs> Not at the crossroads. No. Uh, what's Elias's finisher? That's what that was. No. What does he call it? Last page or turn the page or uh, unemployment line. I don't know. <sighs> He's not unemployed. Right? He's hurt. He's gonna be soon. He's hurt. So, sorry. The match was intense, especially with um uh, Rebel. The um Reba. Reba. What? Her Rebel? name's Rebel, but Britt calls her Reba. Reba. Oh, really? Yeah. She yells Reba all the time. She's Reba. Yeah. Oh. From the beginning, she's like, "What's your name? My name's Rebel. Reba." <laughs> yeah. And I just. Speaking of Rebos, I love Rebo. Oh, Rebo McIntyre? Yeah, Rebo, yeah. Hi. No, 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 Will. Stay out of this. This is between me and Jeremy. What, what, what's wow. We way? both love Rebo. Okay. And why, why can't I be a part of this? You issue? like Rebo's daughter. Go away. Anyway. Oh, that's not even remotely true. Right. We bonded over She's a hottie. She's a hottie. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Anyway. We're, we're going off on a tangent. Why am I constantly getting disrespected on the show that I co-host? Because you're in the suburbs now, boy. You're in our territory. You're in our yard. I am in territory now. Like, you're supposed to be on my side, guy. You're I'm my on partner. One side, and that's Brownie's side. <laughs> and there we hey, go. Here we go. Oh, God. You came so, close tonight, big guy. Anyway. He did? No, you. Oh. In this match, Rebel we came out to. Uh, she was the, the receptionist at the. <laughs> Dental front desk office. area. Um, the hijinks that happened in this match with Rebel getting thrown into the the dump truck. She comes out with a banana peel on her head. It's that just, was the funniest um, part of the whole thing. Uh, Big Swole and Britt Baker are fighting, and Britt Baker's trying to like stick her with the Novocaine. A lot of physical comedy. Yeah, it was it, it was, was a lot. It was very slapstick. I was like very Three Stooges over here. Yeah. Um, except for the ref, the ref was like afraid to be even half a stooge. Yeah, Britt Baker is like is trying to inject the Novocaine into Big Swole. Big Swole actually punctures Britt Baker's leg, hits her with the Nova, and she's just walking with like a limp now right, because her leg. leg's asleep. And then they hit her with the. Um, 
the anesthesia, the happy gas, to put Britt Baker to sleep, and Big Swole wins the match. <laughs> and it was sort of an anticlimactic it finish was. to the yeah, match. I agree. So I was like, ah. But for Britt Baker's first match back, she had this very was limited very action. Safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now we're going to move past this. Like, yeah. you know, she got her first reps in. And we can yeah. move this into in the ring stuff now. End of the day, Britt doesn't need the win as much as Swall does. Yeah, that's very true. Britt, yeah. Britt's already Britt's over. She's an established star. Exactly. She's established. Swall needs a new name and, and the rough. God, I hate her. Her name is... Big Swall is a bad name. I agree 100%. Feels very mid, uh, like early 90s WWE gimmick stuff. It's very indie. Yeah. And like... I understand that, that AEW's whole thing is we want you to be yourself, whoever you were, when you made your bones and you got our attention. That's what we want you to be. And I get that. I'm all about it. But you, there is, like, crossing from the minor leagues to the big time. Yeah. And when you sign a contract with a company that has a national you know, TV deal that's on TV competing with one of the biggest promotions on the planet, we're talking that now you want to compete with the big boys. You gotta come up. You gotta come correct. And a name like Big Swole is not big time. Yeah. A name like Big Swole is not major leagues. It's very much indie minor stuff. Yeah. So you know, I just that's. I think she needs. I mean, I think someone needs to talk to her about maybe changing her name. But they won't do it because you know, again, their whole stance is be who you are when you got here. Agreed. Yeah. So our next match was an entertaining match. Yes. The Bucks of Youth, Nick and Matt Jackson taking on Lucha. What's it called? Lucha House Party. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> Jurassic <laughs> Express, Luchasaurus, <laughs> and Jungle Boy Jack Perry. What was his name again? Jungle, Jungle Boy, Boy Jack, Jack Perry. Perry. Oh, okay, thank you. In case you forgot, it's any Jungle relation Boy Jack Perry. to Luke Perry? That's a son, you know? Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Really? image of him. <sighs> Yeah, what is the point? Why, why have a ring name and a whole persona if you're just going to have the announcers? Just Everyone calls him Jungle Boy. Downstream. It's just JR. Just JR. Jungle Boy Jack. Everybody calls him Jungle Boy. That's what I'm saying. But what's the point if you're going to have someone on the announce team pissing away all So the there's two things that bug me in AEW. Oh boy. Jack Perry thing with JR. Okay. And the Young Bucks tassels on their oh legs. Oh my god. Okay. I mean, two I mean, things. Two things pissed you off in this match, which is the Young Bucks. And they both collided in this match. Jungle Boy yeah. Jack Perry. Anyway. Moving on. Sorry. I don't want to go down that road because it was like an hour last night. Three hours today. So the Bucks were really healing it up in this match. Yes. And I love it. Yes. I like the heel Bucks. Very reminiscent of Go the Club Bucks. You know, um, when they were doing the Bullet Club Civil War and, like, how angry they were getting with Kenny and Cody, you know, like, I like when the Bucks get into that, like, really serious stuff because it shows that they're more than just spot monkeys, mm-hmm. which is something that they've been battling for the last few years, you know? Everyone's always been calling them spot monkeys, and so anytime that they can do something to break away from that, I think it's great for them. Um, with their black and white tassels? Oh, my God, dude. They're Are, not going to Bullet Club. Bullet Club's over in terms of New York, in terms of the Bucks. Can your tassels be over? The tassels are over. No, ah! like over with and done, not over with and with the fans. Pick it up with the Massies. It's not my problem, guys. Come on, people. Get it together. 
You're the only one who cares about their tassels. I I care about their tassels also, but not to the, the extent of that's pure hate. Like, pure hate. That's, <laughs> it bothers me. Yeah, so I, I'm not a fan of it either. But I'm just like, man, I can look past it. Yeah, I I can look past it. I can't take them serious with their party city pants. <laughs> Sorry, private party city pants. Private party city pants. <laughs> <laughs> now the pee pants. Oh my god. <laughs> and it grapples apples, that's, everything comes full that's circle. That's what you call a full circle, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. The chemistry is still there. Oh man. So, nice. Jungle Boy Jack Perry took what? <laughs> Two, three super kicks. He took a lot of super kicks. He took a super kick in stereo. He took like two or three in a row from Nick. They hit the double team super kick and then they yep. hit the uh what, what was it the guy when he was on his knees the BTE or whatever it's called yeah. BTE yeah and I think he even took one coming off the top rope he yes. took a super yeah, kick he, he took a super kick super kick off the top that boy they were, he was eating super kicks all day tell you something they've done a good job at giving Jungle Boy Jack Perry heart JR are you good. I have to say it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm committed now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. You know, it's the one thing that I do appreciate about the cons and, and AEW in general is the minute they realized they had something with Jurassic Express, you know, with Luchasaurus and I, I don't. Jungle I wouldn't Boy. say J, uh, Jurassic Express. I, I think it's more JPJ, uh, JBJP that has. Oh like, boy! <laughs> like the appeal to them. Because Luchasaurus, they're also high up. They're, Listen, they're, but not as high as... I don't know. Uh, I, think, I think they see them as a, JB. As a, as a top-level tag team. I would prefer them to stay really? a tag they team. Really? Because they lose all the freaking time. <clears throat> because they know they're over. Can I just They say, don't have to worry about it. Yeah. I would they, can them put them, they can book them in anything whenever they want. And I prefer them to stay a tag team and just swat the mosquito that flies around them. I agree with that. Marco's done? Yes. It adds to he, their their baby face. I think he dumbs them down. No, no, no but but the whole the whole flossing thing and him being like what three foot seven or something like that. Like that's why I say just Luchasaurus step him. on him by accident, like they did in the land before time, and be done with it. Well, he relates to the. <laughs> amazing to bring up. He relates to the three to five year old demographic. So because he's the same height. Exactly. <laughs> so listen, we gotta get the little he's kids. A, we gotta like you know get him hooked. He's a demo toddler. He's a demo toddler. Exactly. <laughs> a demo Todd. I think Nicholas, I think Nicholas can hit him with a big boot. No, Nicholas hates him. He loves Jericho. I, I do think that <laughs> the thing the, the thing with, with um Marco Stunt is and it's not anyone else's problem, but you take him away from Jurassic Express. He's not even on the roster. What happens to Marco Stunt? He's not on okay, the roster. Not on the roster anymore. You know what I mean? No, he's not on the he roster. Gone. He, he can go he back he to pre K. He's gone. He goes <laughs> I mean, this, what this, is he there for? I mean, honestly, I, I'm not against people having a job. Like, he needs his paycheck. He's whatever. There to eat the pin. He is there to literally get thrown around and eat the pin. Mm-hmm. He yeah. is a jobber in a higher profile area than a jobber should be. Yeah. He's not a bad wrestler, like, in <clears throat> ring wise, but his size makes it so difficult for He's him not. to. To be credible in the ring. Yeah, but his, his want... status right now in the professional wrestling business is Zack Ryder the day after WrestleMania when he won the IC title. Oh, Yeesh. that hurts. 
Show up, job out, get out. Yeah. Jeez. And it's like he gets pops from the crowd when he has his moments. Because that's the thing about Marco Stunt. He's a moments wrestler. Because he's so small, in that small window where he gets offense and on the on the big guy and he pulls out a move that you don't think he could possibly pull out on this guy, he gets the offense and he gets the two count. That's what Marco's good for. But what is he good for after that? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Say it again. Yes. <laughs> Set that, one up. <laughs> that, was, that was perfect. That was like the volleyball set. The yeah, right? Yeah. Spike. Spike. Yeah, that was too easy. Too easy. Way too easy. All right, let's so, move past Marco Stunt. Who cares? Yeah. There's a better show like, down just, the road. Like, just step over The match is a good match. Um, we, get to, we get to a point where they where they super kick Marco Stunt for literally no reason. He's just standing into there. oblivion. And Matt, and, Matt, and Matt was just like, hey, you, eat a super kick. Um, where was Luchasaurus in this whole thing? I think he was taking a nap. I think he was in the ring in the middle. Like I think he, had a, he was down. He was down. He, he, he was, was down. down. No, no, he, he was fighting the crowd. He was fighting that with was, Nick. That was towards the goal. After, yeah, yeah. That's what's yeah. During the closing of the match, that's when Luchasaurus did the crossbody into the crowd Wee. and missed. I think Nick, and that's when they went to hit everybody else in the building except Nick. right. <laughs> and they went to the finish where Jungle Boy ate the pin and uh, JP. And the young bucks. That's here to stay. Clearly. <laughs> so we move on to the 21-man casino battle royal, where the winner gets an opportunity at an AEW World Championship match. Um, by far the one that I didn't, I didn't like the most. Really? I didn't. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy the preview the other night on on Dynamite. Yeah, I had the preview. I could. I could it, it was a mess, that. and they and they reiterated the mess again. They redid it again. Hmm. It was too messy. The, it, it was it was all over the place. I didn't like it. The only issues that I took uh-huh. with this match were the like once Will Hobbs came into the match, yeah, and then we had Luke Cage in the match, uh-huh. and then we had Lance Archer in the match. And they did this like recycling muscle man. They were dancing around each other a lot. Yeah. But then, but they didn't set it up well. Yeah. Because normally when they, because like every rumble match has these moments, yeah. right? Where like you set up the giant versus giant or the two plucky baby faces. You know what I mean? Like they always do something. Yeah. Were there any really moments, like moments in this? That one? was supposed to be the moment. It was like... supposed to be Will Hobbs versus Brian Cage, and then Brian Cage versus Lance Archer. But they did it so quick and passingly, with. Like, normally you want that moment when everyone else is down and they're in the middle of the ring. And you have the stare down, you have the moment, and then we're, you know, we move on to the next spot. And I felt like it kind of just passed. So I was like, oh, there goes Will Hobbs and Brian Cage. Okay, and now I do Brian Cage Lance Archer. Okay, and now that's over. You know why? Because of the camera work. Mm. Because the 20-man battle royale, they wanted to give everyone shine. Sure. So they left it on that hard camera in the middle. Right. And they didn't pan into... The specific spots, mm. like when they came in and they and they squared off against each other. Yeah, they did it seldomly. They mm. they they saw they're like, oh look, uh, I think it was uh Jack. H- I mean, uh, excuse me, Jake Hager. Hey, Jake Hager mm. and um, Brian Cage. Yeah, and they started squaring off a little bit. Mm. They showed him for a split second and pulled away. Yeah, and I'm like, what are you guys doing? Give him a second. Mm-hmm. Give him at least five seconds every time you want to hit that spot. Give them five seconds of close-up time, let them beat each other up a little bit, and then pull back a little bit. But is that solely on the camera team, or are the wrestlers jumping the gun too quickly? It could be. It could, it could, it could, it could be, be both. Be, it could be both. The, yeah. the camera was like, okay, let's let's 
let's keep this contained because it can get out of control. Sure. Because you've seen battle royals and battle everything and 20-man groups and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And it can get chaotic. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to keep it within frame. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you know these things are coming, you got to give them a couple sure. seconds to like and, and FaceTime. So two things I want to bring up in, in that regard, yeah. immediately to, to jump off what you're saying, yeah. is you have the best friends are in this match. Yeah. You have Trent and Chucky e. T in the match. And they have their shtick where they hug. And when they hug, it's this big thing. The camera pounds out. You know, the, you get the thing. people yeah. what they want. The whole thing, right? They almost missed it. Yeah. They almost missed it. Again, there was too many other pieces moving around them. So that when they did hug, the camera and Excalibur almost missed it entirely. They panned out super hard real yeah. quick. They go, there it is. You got to give the people what they want. And I was like, oh, thank you. You just almost missed it by that. Well, much. the whole thing was rushed. That's what I'm saying. It was super rushed. And and then to, to again feed off of that is, um, I remember listening to um, Cody was doing an interview, and he was talking about how Royal Rumbles are set up in WWE, yeah. and how he was doing a one with CM Punk and Undertaker, and the Taker story. Yeah, the Taker story. And so you know CM Punk before they go out there, he goes, "Is there something you want to do?" And he was like. Cody goes, what do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? He's like, this is your time to shine. Yeah. When you come out, you got 30 seconds to make your, your your spot. To make it work, yeah. You know, you come out, you pick your dude, you do your spot, you run those 30 seconds, yeah. and then we move on to the next guy. So yeah. it's just something you want to do. And so that idea was completely lost here. Yeah. How many guys came out and just jumped into finding some random person? The only person who got that sort of spot was the Joker – Matt Seidel, and oh my god, did he ruin his spot. It started off good. He he confronted Sean Spears, kneed him in the face, he climbs the ropes, and take it away through. And he forgot Action. how to do a move. So the funniest part <laughs> is, so anyone who, who knows Matt Seidel used to be Evan Bourne, knows that like he's a high flyer, and knows that his thing was always a shooting star press. Anyone and everyone knows his most famous shooting star press is the one where he went into an RKO off of it. Yeah. Arguably Randy Orton's best RKO, in my opinion. Not his best RKO, but then give a story for a different time. So he, he gets up to the top rope and and Shades goes, Huh, Bob shooting star press coming. <laughs> and he did he did call that, right? As soon as yeah. he hit the top rope, you jinxy cat. He goes. Botched the new Star Press coming. I'm like, no. In my head, I'm like, this is Evan Bourne. This is Matt Seidel. He's not going to botch a shooting Star Press. Not in this spot. Dude. His right, his right foot, as he's elevating, his right foot slips. He goes up. He kicks and flails his legs about. Hits the deck. I'm like, oh. And what was the greatest part was... You and I, Ugo, had the same exact reaction because I, I panned the room. I, my first thing is to laugh. Jeremy's laughing to himself. Tom is thinking he's losing his, his, his head laughing. And you and I are both sitting there with our hands over our mouths just like, oh, my God. You know why, right? Pan the, room, pan the patio. I didn't laugh because I felt really bad for him. Because it's like when you introduce a wrestler into the company – their in, their entrance or whatever they do within the first 30 seconds 
lays out the groundwork for the rest of their run. And then look at Shockmaster. 100 percent The biggest botch in wrestling history. Oh <laughs> and then when that happened, when 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 Brian Cage's greasy body hit the top turnbuckle, right? And greased it all up and messed this guy's uh you know entrance. You know, I think it's a hit shot, by the way. It wasn't oh. that. It wasn't that. I'm it, sorry, it, wasn't it was that. greased. Somebody greased no. it. It was greased. Matt Seidel is known for botching the shooting star press. He's, he's a botch He's done it in impact plenty of times. Really? So well, I you watch Impact yeah, more than uh, I do, so I wouldn't yeah. know. Right. So I'm just like, he finna botch this one. <laughs> he finna botch this one. He finna botch this one. Oh he finna botch this one. And he botched it, he, he did. He botched Wow. Botched it, he did. Um, so we, we talked about some of the contestants. Let's talk about, let's at least just, you know, who was in this match. We had... We're running through everyone? Just, just, just rattling off names. Uh, so we had Trent, Christopher Daniels, Jake Hagar... The Blade, Ray Phoenix, Frank Kazarian, aforementioned Will Hobbs, Chuck Taylor, Santana, Ortiz, Billy, a.k.a. Billy Gunn. Austin Gunn, his son was supposed to be on here, and he wasn't Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. I, think, I think Will Hobbs took his spot. Wonder why. Uh, I wonder why. I'm not sure. Uh, Penta L0M, which is what Pentagon Jr. is going by now. Zero M. Zero Miedo. Uh, Ricky Starks, Brian Cage, Darby <laughs> Allen, Sean Spears, Darby. Eddie Kingston, The Butcher, Sonny Kiss, Matt Seidel, and the eventual winner, Lance Archer. Yay. Boo. I wasn't a fan of Lance Archer. Hey, I mean, Thrill said it. He's like, if Lance Archer wins tonight, he writes. Moxie wins. Moxie's going to win. <laughs> Yeah, because it only makes sense. Yeah. Basically, you're not gonna have the a heel win the rumble or the royal. Thrill, didn't you say that um, Archer won something before? I forget. Well, it was him and Cody for the TNT championship. Exactly. He was in the final for the tournament. Right. So they yeah. did that, and now let's circumvent everything and just to recycle the, the line. Yeah. yeah. I got gotcha. you. So basically, you're gonna have, and I, I really want to get too far, just because I'm not really into Lance Archer. Right. I don't see him winning it. No, 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 no. Okay, so here's the thing. You have two options. Either you have him just show up and lose, which I think is a bad idea, or you have to rework building up Lance Archer to make him formidable to Moxley. Because Moxley to this point has faced Brian Cage, who was hyped up by Taz, but then they fizzled that out by giving him the FTW championship. So now Brian Cage suddenly doesn't care about the world championship because logic. Um who has the Moxley face other than MJF tonight? Uh, Jericho. Oh, he beat Jericho. He beat Jericho for the title. Brody Lee. Oh, yeah. He had that, that quick feud with Brody Lee. That's it. Right? Okay. So now, if you're going to have someone credible to take the belt off of him, you need a big boy heel who's going to do it. We did Brody Lee already. He's a, he's a big boy, but he's not a good heel right he's now. And he's not he credible. Them up. They need to build them up. Mm. Who else? What other big time deals do they have? Who's the top of the pile? MJF. He just lost tonight. He just lost it. I mean, he just beat him. Oh, wait a second. I know exactly where you're going to go. We'll get to the. We'll get to that. We'll get get to that part. Okay. During the the main event. I think we have the same thought going through right now. So we'll we'll see during the main event. Anyway. We can move on to the shortest match of the night, even though it says nine minutes. It was nine minutes counting all the in between. Yeah. Um, so you wanna? Yeah. Go ahead. Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara having their broken rules match, which is essentially a last man standing match, and uh, 
Gavaris chases Hardy with a, a, a golf cart or a goat cart. Um, they're, they're, they're fighting back and forth for about two or three minutes. If that. They climb a, uh, a, scissor, a lift. scissor lift. And Guevara and both Hardy fly off of the scissor lift through a table, but they misjudge the distance. Their legs basically hit the table and go through, and Matt Hardy hits his head on the concrete. Uh, Aubrey Edwards throws up the X signal, which Almost is, uh, yo, he's hurt right now. Mm-hmm. They have a doctor come over and check him. He was sleepy time on the phone. He was out. He was out. The thing that his made his head me he was cocked back, think, his mouth was open, and he was breathing. Like well, was other than how Matt looked, because that could be an awesome sell. Yeah, but no, 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 no. Hear, hear me out. It could okay. be an awesome sell. Um. The thing that really sold me that it was it was real, this is not a work from the beginning, was the fact that once Aubrey started standing up and going like that, the camera panned away from her. Yeah. yeah. When the camera doesn't stay on the referee for that first X, yeah. that's when you know it's right. legit. Like her ex her hands are almost out of frame. Yeah. When she threw it and up. the cat and if you notice, if you go well, we can't go back and watch it because you know it's a pay-per-view. Right. You'll when you see the video, you'll see the camera pan hard away from her. Mm-hmm. It, it pans to Sammy taking off his wrestling gear. Yeah. Giving yeah. Matt, like, giving them time to assess the situation. Right. And figure out where they're going to go from there. So once once Sammy takes his, his ring gear, his entrance gear off, his jacket, whatever, and they go back to Matt on the floor, immediately that's when the doc comes over and without hesitation, he's like, no, 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 this match is done. Yeah. And Aubrey says to Eddie, like, to, to Sammy Kamara, like, no, 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 this, we're like, done. We're done. Match is over. I'm like, I'm sorry, but and it's over. Sa- and then Sammy's like, count him out then. Count him out. Because I get, I don't think Sammy understood what was going on at the time. Yeah. And then she started counting Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy finally, like, he half, half-heartedly gets to his feet. But you can see his legs are not there. Yeah. He has no right. legs His legs are rubber. Right. Um... It's funny because like I would, this is I guess a weird thing to, to like you know, compare it to, but watching as much hockey as we do, whenever there's a fight and someone gets laid out and they try and pick them up, jelly legs, and so as soon as I was like, I've seen those legs before, I've seen those legs on plenty Sam, of knockout. Sammy carried him for like ten, like a good seven or he ten couldn't feet. Him. One he couldn't. He dragged him. Yes, yeah, but his feet were literally dragging on mm-hmm. like the front of his feet. The way Sammy just let him down too, like mm-hmm. I think that point Sammy knew this was bad. So that's when, that's when they called the match. They rang the bell. They didn't say anything no, after that. They just rang the they bell. They separated Hardy and and Guevara. And now, then for Guevara's effort, he kept up his character work and kept yelling mm-hmm. and was like, "Oh, it's not over. It's not over." Blah blah blah. Doing what he has to do to to at least look if this match continues or not. I keep going with the he the kept heat. he kept the heat going right just in case so I give Sammy that so the 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 camera crew in the back are are just like panning to fans panning to fans and we're like there's no legit finish yet we don't know what's going on uh like what happens next what doesn't help is the stipulation of the match. Was that if Matt Hardy lost, He's he would fired. leave AEW. Yeah, he, he and, right. And so even Jr. comments, we would love to see him finish to this match, 
But, you know, sometimes things are impossible, blah, blah, blah. You think about the safety of the, you know, competitors. They're basically starting to work it away. Right. And then, out of nowhere, they cut back to Matt. The thing is, when they cut back to Matt, they had Justin Roberts announcing Sammy yes. as the winner. Yeah. He, he was announcing Sammy as the winner, and then he announces the match will be restarted. Yeah. And the bell rings again. He said, he said, ladies and gentlemen, your winner and then, oh, wait, I'm being told this match is being restarted. So then that's when they start scrapping again, and they climb towards the scaffolding. And I was like, oh, they're going for a quick finish right now. Um, go, Matt, Matt's climbing up with Guevara, and Matt slips because his legs are still not under him. Yeah. Guevara falls off the scaffolding, uh, can't make the 10 count. Hardy wins, and this this match just clearly smells like Hey, we both messed up. We need to reconcile right now and get to a finish. So there's a definitive winner. They're going to revisit this match, like this feud, once Matt goes through concussion protocol. I think if there wasn't a Matt Hardy loses, he leaves a dub. If that stipulation wasn't in place, Matt think they're more inclined to just drop it. But yeah. with that stipulation in place. You're kind of like oh, you're left. You're left holding the bag, and so as soon as it seemed like Matt could finish the match, which I don't agree with this, but I understand why. But as soon as they saw, hey Matt, are you good to go? And I'm sure you know when they were looking at the ca- at the cameras on the fans and whatever. That's when the doc was over at Matt, you know, double checking. Um, when when that, I'm pretty sure that's what the doc was like, you know, doing a quick protocol to see if Matt could continue. Yeah. And when it seemed like Matt could at least get through the match. Get through the last spot. Get, get the just, match. Just, just get, get, just get the to the last finish. Two minutes. Can we just get to the finish? I think the production, the, the, the producers and the camera guys and the director, I think they were all stuck also. Yeah. Because one, one when Aubrey put up the X, that's when you kind of go like, okay, you know, we'll be back, blah, blah, blah. You know, we'll try to revisit, uh, you know, like try to do – they couldn't – there's no commercial time. Right, right. They couldn't really cut away, so what are they going to do? Right. You know, and they, they have that time to fill, so they keep going. They're like, okay, where is this going? You, She throws up the X again, then he's hurt. So they're panicking in the back because they're like, what are we – do we keep rolling? What are we doing? Because they've yeah. never been in this situation before. Sure. So they're like, what are we doing? So they kept it going. Sammy, to his credit, kept trying to like, you know – be a pro. I'm like, I'm going to get you, blah, blah, blah. This isn't over. Trying to fill up time. I guess Jericho taught him well and was like, you know, fill up the time. Try to get, you know. Mm-hmm. So as they're they're awkwardly walking to the back, you know, yeah. uh, uh, Hardy's following and, you know, he goes into the thing and all of a sudden they're like, he's still moving. Come out because yeah. we got to wrap this up. Yeah. So they're, everybody was stuck in a bad situation. Yeah. Like, you know, Matt was trying to finish it out. He had like... You know, he he was concussed. You could see, but you could mm. see there's still a flicker of like, you, I I still I'm concussed. I know what I still have to do. That was just right. Right. just he, he was going. going in the right direction. Yeah. He was speaking because he was speaking here. He's saying, "Come back here and and face your deletion." Yeah. So when you can stay in character, yeah, that's like okay. He's he can finish the match. He's still there, like yeah. cognitively, cognitively. Mm. But I think the the connection between his head and his body weren't there. Yeah. I think tomorrow that we will remember that the match. Oh, one hundred percent. Oh no. Um, and tomorrow, you know, and, right now. And much to your, and you, you brought something up. Google his wife will remind him though. Rebel, Rebel Wilson, Rebby Hardy's 
just always active on on the social medias. You pointed something out that I, I think is something that something you forget. No. Is right. They've never been in this position before. No. You know, and it's, it's still easy. a fledgling company. It's easy for us to sit here. Like we were sitting here going, two people to blame for this is Matt Hardy and Tony Khan. Because Tony Khan said, you know, he's the last one who makes the decision. So it, it falls on him to make sure that this match does not continue if someone has a concussion. Yeah. And I'm not defending anybody. And this is me, this is not me absolving anyone of any guilt, but to, this is a brand new company with brand new people mm-hmm. and Tony Khan's new with this. And, you know, I can totally see how in spur of the moment, heat of the moment, you go, uh, can he finish? Can he finish? He can finish? Okay, so let's just go to the finish. Is this their you first know? X? I think Matt was just like, let's just let's just finish this match. Right. Right. It's Matt too. Like, yeah. Matt and Sammy were like, is, is he, we Matt? Can? Sammy's like, is he okay? Yeah. Uh, Matt, you want to just go to straight to finish? They go straight to finish, and that's it. Yeah. Let's be real. There's no blame. I mean, like Matt, Matt's wife could be, you know, oh, she could be upset and all that stuff. But there's mm. no blame. This is professional wrestling. They're putting on a show. So what is the old adage? You yeah. the show must go mm-hmm. on. So you have to finish out. You do the best you can with what you got. But theoretically, if you know a, a, a performer has a concussion of all things in 2020, it's over. You pull them, the, you get them in the concussion the, protocol, you take care of them. No stipulation, you're absolutely right. But, and that, and that's, that's what I was saying before. I think the stipulation kind of basically, handcuffed them. Basically, yeah. it's like, Matt, can you walk? Cool. Let's make yeah, sure you still got a job for, for dynamite. Right. It's right. very possible that he could have not answered that, like, uh, um, that's Aubrey. Like, hey, how are you feeling? Blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. she started the, the, the fake 10 count. Yeah. It's very possible that he doesn't answer that ruins the entire story. 100%. Because now he has to leave AEW when that was never the plan. And they kept trying to cut away to the uh, to the announce team. Yeah. And they were like, yeah. We're and as soon as they were going to cut away, oh, they're still moving. They're still going. Because that's the old, that's the old, uh, the, what you do, right? Yeah. When something serious happens in the ring, you go, go to the announcers. And the fans. Yeah, you go to the announce team and you let them be the ones to bite the bullet for you, which I always hated when WWE did that and AEW did it tonight. And yeah. Well, they have to. And mm-hmm. you know what? The you can't put on a it's, commercial. It's a, it's a terrible example. You can't put on a Subway it's commercial a, in the middle of that. It's a terrible. You're on these guys where it's like, I don't like, if you're JR Excalibur and, 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 and Tony Giovanni, I don't know what's going as on much either. Of, Why as put much, me on camera? As much of a senile person as he's been, if anybody's a pro at this situation, it's JR. And here's why. He gets to watch Owen Hard die. Bingo. Mm. Exactly. So if anybody knows how to handle a situation... That's JR. That's JR. But wasn't he also there when uh, when uh, Jerry the King Water? No, that was Michael Cole. Oh, Michael Cole? Yeah. That was Michael. JR was watching them trying to revive Owen Hart and talking us through it the whole time. Anyway, we wish Jeff, I mean, Matt, Matt. excuse me, Matt, in speedy recovery. Where he, he was taken to the hospital. Yes. That was confirmed. Word, word. Hopefully he gets back and finishes his little rivalry. And uh, we get a little end to that. Delete. Delete. I hope he hasn't been deleted from wrestling. And I, I'm not going to try to go into this too far. <laughs> if they did end it, I, and I know I mentioned this earlier tonight, there was a way that you can bring Matt Hardy back. I was saying the same thing. When I was in my prediction, I thought the same thing. Just like, okay, cool. He, he technically lost the match. But remember, he's broken. When he's broken, he's not Matt Hardy. He's, exactly. He, in AEW, he's Damascus. The stipulation mm-hmm. is that Matt Hardy had to leave AEW. And he even says it clearly on it. 
had Hardy lost, he would have to leave. Right. So he could have come back as a Damascus, new whatever. Damascus or something else. Well, Willow. you would have. To... Oh God, no, Willow's dead. <laughs> <laughs> So there, there was a way. Like he yeah, legit no, there, could there's continue. A way. What about but Big if, Money Matt, I would love to see him come back. No, he can't be Matt. Can't be Matt. Uh, can't, can't be Matt. Matt. That's what I'm saying. Damascus, his broken. Three, see, know. but then that's the problem with you know. I'm sure, unlike other companies, there's a plan in place for you yeah. know down the line. Yeah. So sure, they could have gone that route and been like, all right, let's spitball a new idea. But they probably have stuff in place ready for the next two months. Yep. Storyline wise. Well, let's see. What's the next match? The next the match, match was the women's world championship match between the defending champion Hikaru Shida and the NWA World Women's Championship champion, excuse me, Thunder Rosa. I thought this was a good match. I thought it was a good it was match. Solid. It was a very solid match. Now, I thought if, if AEW is trying to show that their women can wrestle, this, this is a the great match. example. Yep. This is a great example of going, look, our women know how to wrestle. They're really good at this wrestling thing. I promise. Sheeta is definitely their flag bearer for the for the women's division right now. She, remember how we said a couple weeks ago when we were doing the show that Sheeta hadn't solidified yet? Mm-hmm. I think this was it. It helps when you have someone like Dolorosa. She's really mm-hmm. good in the ring. You know, I mean, I, I know she's an NWA. You know, doesn't matter if you can get if you can get more matches out of her. If you know, Tony Khan talks to Billy Corgan. Hey, listen, Billy, you're not doing nothing. I think they will. How about the thing that no one took away from this is this is AEW and NWA building a working relationship. That's, 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 yep. We talked about it during the show. We, we talked, talked about, about it during the show. So it's just like. You weren't paying attention, obviously. Oh, I went to the bathroom. Well, potty break. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying like, this is brilliant for NWA. Absolutely. Because they're not in production right now. Nope. If they can get any of their talent on a big market show. So they don't forget who they are. They get the reps. It helps them out. Absolutely. I don't know if you want to go as far as bringing Nick Aldis into this. Because yeah. um, I don't know how much you want to play hot potato. Not hot potato, but I don't know how, what you, how much you want to play hot and cold with your world champion. That's yeah. the thing. You, you don't want him to lose to Moxley. Yeah. Exactly. It devalues your championship. Right. And you don't want to do that. But having Thunder Rosa is, is, is I think, brilliant. If they can Especially get, if they have a strong showing. Sure. Oh, yeah. And Thunder Rosa had a very strong showing. I agree. I mean, it's tough, though, because what other NWA superstars are you going to come, you know, have come over? You know, um, Lance Storm. Not Lance Storm. Oh, God, I always get his name. James Storm. James Storm. Thank you. James Storm is going to come over to AEW. What, is that going to do anything for NWA or for AEW? Because remember, it's got to be something beneficial for both. James Storm is one of the best tag team. Specialists ever. Ever. There's ways you can do it without hurting the top guys. Eddie Kingston was working. I think Eddie Kingston was working in WWE for a bit, but he's now signed with Impact. And Eddie Edwards is with Impact. So, like, you know. You can do what Eddie Edwards. You can do an Eddie Edwards is not. Oh, he's with Impact. He's with Impact. He just dropped the championship. I know. You just usually, sometimes you forget. Eddie Kingston and Eddie Edwards. Yeah. yeah. You can do an Aldis versus like an MJF or like that murder hawk idiot or, you know. No, 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 no. no. If you're going to do something like that. You don't don't put him belt to belt, but you you put him for somebody. You don't want to ruin MJF. How does that benefit AEW? Because Nick Aldis has to win that match. Nick Aldis has to win the match. You don't want to put him against one of your top tier talent. 
Fine. Put him against Marco Stunt, the loser. Put him against the girl. He devalues him if he goes against Marco Stunt. I know. He has Imagine. to beat somebody. He has to beat somebody. If, if, if they're they doing do Nick Aldis. They could do a rematch with Cody. No. Belt not on the line again. No mm-hmm. belt on the line this time. He has to have a match with somebody like Dustin. Frankie Kazarian or or yeah. uh, CD. Somebody that's like. Sean Spears. No, because you're trying to build Sean Spears to be a legitimate. What about, uh, what about somebody like Dustin or Cole Cabana? I can Dustin, see Dustin because yes. you can play off the Cody thing. Yeah. You can play off, oh, you know, my brother beat you, I can beat you. And then he can beat Dustin. Doesn't really hurt Dustin because. What about Brody Lee? Is, no. Not ready. It's only the TNT title. Oh, this will draw, but thing is, uh, Brody, circles around Brody Lee. But thing is also, Brody Lee can hold his own. Yeah, but Magnus is better. And yeah, Nick Aldis is really good. I'm Nick Aldis. Magnus. Remember, all this has to win. You're taking Brody Lee. That is not necessarily. Not necessarily. He just doesn't have. Like, he doesn't. He can't lose. He can't lose. So then you would have to put him in a tag situation or some sort. Or it'd have to be threat. a feud. It'd have to be a long burning feud. Yeah. Where they can have non finishes, DQs, yeah, etc. Right. Uh, you would have to have a. Okay, Billy. We want to have Nick. Uh, we want to have all this on TV. Let's map something out for a month or two. Who do you? What do you want to do? Let's do something. Okay, we'll we'll do something with with uh, with Dark Order, Brody Lee. We'll do we'll do a program. It would have to be like a two month program. We'll start now and end it off uh, full exactly. gear. Exactly. Two have, months. Have all this show up as a special guest one night, and then Brody Lee and Dark Order want to recruit him. Oh, someone like you, someone with your pedigree in Dark Order, we can't go wrong. And the entire next month or two is him fighting on Dark Order who's trying to recruit him. He finally ends up on top. Somewhere beforehand, before the blow-off, you have Brody Lee drop the TNT title, so that's not in the picture. We're not doing title versus title. We don't have to worry about that. If he drops it somewhere else, they have a blow-off. Nick Aldis walks away. Dark Order still Dark Order. That's the only way you can do something like that. I'm starting to get his nicknames now. He can do this whole writing thing. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> That's what they're doing. I, I didn't think it's just a gimmick anymore. When you know wrestling, you can book a match or a feud or a pay-per-view without an issue. The problem is it falls on deaf ears because nobody's going to listen to us. <laughs> Especially – never mind. Well, we listen to you guys. Oh, thanks, Bill. Yeah. Appreciate it. So anyway, it was a, it was a very good match. I was oh, pleased, really good match. I was oh, pleased with both women's yeah. performance. Sheeta went over as she should have. I love her. That's big. And uh, oh lord, uh, cover your ears, honey. So our our next match of the night was uh, Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural Nightmares of Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall with Brandy Rhodes. Oh, excuse me, the Nightmare Sisters. Oh lord, Brandy Rhodes and Allie, which again. I don't understand how Allie's with them, but... Okay, let it go. We're already, like, months into this story. Like, it's, no, it's, because it's WWE booking, 100%. and no one's called them out on it. You're right. You call them out on it every week. Except for Grapple, Grapple to Apples. But they should hey. be called out, because I, I don't like it either. Like, one... One, one week, week she's got the bunny mask on. The next yeah. week, she's making out with QT Marshall on the side of the ring. It's like, she's wait, when do, She wasn't doing anything. Go back to that because it wasn't working. Then you know what? That's not my problem. So they take on the Dark Orders, Mister Brody Lee, Cole Cabana, Evil Uno, and Little Kratos himself, Steve Grayson. <laughs> foolishly, this is my lock of the night. Very foolishly. Why do you do this? 
So I thought this though, I'm like, you're, you're trying to solidify Dark Order. And Mr. And Brody Lee's in this match? If like and Dark Order actually went over the night. Yeah. And I thought they were gonna take over. I was like, oh, they're gonna win every match this night. Yeah. Yeah, you were no. confident about that one. Boom. Had I been, we're saying soon. Had I helped you on that show, I probably would have talked you out of it. <laughs> the match was okay. If I knew they were gonna fight for Cody's like mm-hmm. I don't remember hearing that. Though. They didn't they say it until, until the until after. Until now, they didn't say it until now, right? You have to been watching the last few weeks of, of Dynamite. I've been well, watching. Time for that. I, I mean, we do. We've been watching. I did not. I do not recollect them saying anything about this is for Cody. That was because like, they, they beat up on Cody and Brandy and everybody. So that this was whole thing was to. But it wasn't a given. They didn't say it. Yeah. They have to be like WWE Tonight they made and the big literally say it. Fifty-seven. Where's Michael Cole? We can't. We can't complain. Times. We can't complain about WWE spelling everything out. But they did. And they complain about AEW. Like, oh, this is for Cody's honor, man. Like they on the did, mic. The and thing is, they did it tonight on in the promo. Yeah. See, if they did that on Wednesday, my pick would have been different. Hundred percent. I still think the Dark Order should have went over because it, you know, it's not good for them to lose both matches, yeah. but 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 the way what they did after it made sense because instead yeah. of going forward. You had Cole Cabana eat the pin, so it starts the Brody Lee going after Cole Cabana thing. And Justin Rhodes is the one who I believe got the pin. Um, Dustin yeah. got the pin. So now it's Dustin versus Brody Lee this Wednesday for the TNT title. Yeah. I have to say. You got stuff going on from this sense. match. Brody's, so. the look on Brody's face when that bell rang. Yeah. Like he was, that boy could seriously oh. tell a story with his face. Post-match, he's yelling at Cole Cabana. He's like, I set it up for you. Yeah. I set it up for you. And he... What was Henry's wife in Goodfellas? Oh, uh, Karen. Karen said, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> That's, And Evil oh. was just like, come on, buddy. You'll be all right. And you flushed our yeah, wind yeah, yeah. down the toilet. No, I wasn't I'm sorry. Oh, that was another scene. That wasn't that scene. Yeah, Brody Lee's looks like one of the bosses from the streets of Rage 2. With the sweatpants and the tank top. Yes. I, I every time I watch him in his ring gear, I go. Who's playing that game? Do 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 do. Oh. I downloaded Street Rage Four. It's on my Xbox. I haven't played it yet though. Good man. So we move on to the tag team championship match. We have Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page defending their tag Hangman. team. Defending their tag titles against FTR, who are accompanied by Tully Blanchard, Cash Wheeler, Dax Harwood. Cash Wheeler, Dax Harwood. We were having Cash Wheeler, Dax Harwood. So who's who? Who's Dax Wheeler and Cash Harwood? I cannot. Don't ask me. I can barely keep their names in order. Cash is the one with the hair. Dax Harwood is the one with the hair. No, no. Cash Harwood? No, Dax Wheeler? No. Yeah, Dax Wilder hair. Dax yes. Wilder hair. Yeah, da- Cash Cash Wheeler's hair. Yeah, Dax is bald. Yeah, Dax, Dax is bald. bald. Less letters, less hair. Less letters, less hair. Okay. It's one less letter. So Cash bald. Not... Cash bald. No, Dax no. bald. Cash hair. Dax bald. You oh, pay so cash for hair. Dax. I thought it was Dash. Cash. Oh, why cash. Look at names. Why did he give us such long look weird names? Look at me. Look at me. Focus it. Go ahead, go Cash. Cash. Dax. Okay. Cash. For clunkers. Okay. Cash for clunkers. Okay. 
Anyway. Why don't they just do like dash and dax? That's it. And then you can add last names later. Remember, they're cash and dax. So the cash wheeler and dax hardwood. Dude with yeah. hair, bold guy. There you exactly. go. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> now that we spent about five minutes on their names. Oh, it's about 45 seconds. Names are terrible. You're 45 seconds. You know what? The joke that I want to make. Anyway, moving on. This this match hit every story beat you expect them to hit. What they hit? You have, you know, the... Tell them to me. (laughs) Stop laughing. Come on, man. I'm waiting for it. You have um, Kenny Omega and then Hangman, where, like, in the beginning of the match, they don't seem to be on the same page. Are they on the same page? Then they work together, and Hangman's, like, enthusiastic. Like, yeah, give me, you know, let's... High five, we're in this, right? Like, we got this. And but didn't you, like, you notice that Kenny... Kenny hesitated was, hard. Boy, it was like tense. He's just like, hey. He's just like, yeah. Okay, let's do this. But again, that's a story beat that they're telling, especially mm-hmm. now that Hammond got kicked out of BTE. Uh, and, you know, so now it's like, there's this tension brewing between, mm. you know, Kenny and, and Hangman. But they're working cohesively throughout the entire match for the most part. You know, uh... FTR is being FTR. They're doing what they do. And things finally come to a head when we get to the end of the match where uh, they try to do the buckshot, the buckshot lariat. Now, this is one thing that I was like, you're setting things up for the sake of setting things up. Typically, their finish is the buckshot with the V-trigger, uh, V-trigger combo. Yes, yep. sir. But instead, Kenny held one of the members cash. of FTR. It was cash. For the buckshot. Yes. Yeah. They both ducked, and then uh, Hangman held him for the V-Trigger. Kenny hit Hangman with the V-Trigger. That's when I was like, wait a minute. If you normally do the hang of the V-Trigger buckshot combo, but now suddenly you're each going for your own move, you're just doing stuff for the sake of moving the, the match forward and the story forward. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm not crazy about it. I'm no, I know that's super wrestling nitpicky. I was about to say that's super wrestling nitpicky. I'm aware. Yeah. But anyway, so after the he gets hit with the V trigger, Hangman is pretty much like out for the count. Yeah. And then who's it the one that eats the finish? Kenny. Kenny eats yeah. the finish. Huh? Yeah. I thought Hangman ate the finish. Hangman was out from the what you call it. They hit um no, no, Hangman. Kenny, Kenny, yeah, Hangman. They they hit Kenny with a chop block, and his leg was kind of busted. Yes, yeah. Yes. So after the V trigger, he got chop blocked. He was out of the ring. They held Kenny at bay. Yes. Um, there was one uh, false finish where Tully was holding Kenny, but um, Hangman kicked out. Yep. But then they hit him with what was the what was he? They didn't hit him with a shatter machine. No. It was the, the assisted pile driver. Yep. They hit a couple of those. Yeah, the first one is the one that he kicked out of where Tully was holding back Kenny. And the second one. And the second one, he just, he didn't kick out of. uh, The other uh, member, the one who wasn't pinning Hangman, was holding back Kenny. And so, yeah, so they get the pin count. FTR are the new tag team champions. And then you owe AEW an apology because Kenny grabs this little, like, tiny wooden table. And it seems like he's going to hit Hangman. And you're like, you see, now they're doing this WWE stuff where they're telegraphing their stuff. But then Kenny looks at it and he throws it away. He doesn't hit um, Hangman. Hangman tries to, like, get up and throw himself on Kenny as, like, to trace himself. Right, to help him up. Kenny just moves out of the way. No Hangman fall. No trust fall there. And just has a hissy fit. And then storms off. And storms off. 
gets with the bots in the back. He's like, I'm leaving. I'm. Le- Are you coming? He's like, they're like, oh, we got to figure out things here. And he just leaves the, the, the yeah, stadium. Yeah, like, yo, dude, you want to shower. You're like, kind of sweating. Yeah. But, yeah, so so we have more drama still brewing within the Bullet Club. It, Bullet Club, oh, my. Stay tuned. Job. More to come. Oh, am I two years behind? Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's like the beat. It's like about the Bullet Club Civil War all over again. Um, not exactly. But you know what I mean. There's shades of it. Uh, uh, no, uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, so moving James, on to the next match. And the James, Punisher James. makes an appearance. What I do, baby. So, FTR Tag Team Champs. We still have inner turmoil within the Elite. See where this goes on Thursday. Well, oh, Wednesday. Hangman's not in the Elite, so most of the turmoil is not there. Well, there seems to be an issue with the Bucks and how Kenny handled that. They didn't give so. Kenny his chalk after the match. I don't get it. What are you talking about chalk? Oh, yeah, no. because you don't have TNT anymore, you cheap. First of all, not about cheap. <laughs> they just took it off my my you know, TV. Get a new service, but then they, they don't get anything else. Oh, okay. I'm not paying two hundred dollars for cable. Quick, quick backstory. FTR came out. They had their beers, but in the cooler they had a thing of chocolate milk. And Kenny goes, "Everybody knows that I love a good chalk." Uh, he calls it chalk. It's Canadian. Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, and I know from a Canadian file. Canada file? Canadian file. What does that mean? Someone who lives in Canada. Oh, that's a real word. But Canada doesn't even like their own sport. Again, none of them are in the same. Okay, what's next? They suck. <laughs> so the penultimate match is freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. With a little bit of the bubble. La Champion. The Demo God. Chris Jericho. In a Mimosa Mayhem match. And let me start off by saying... I don't like gimmick matches. I don't like gimmick matches. Since AEW is supposed to be the better brand for wrestling. They're not about gimmick And they're matches. just doing what WWE would do. Gimmick matches. Sucks. Although the match was more wrestling and then... It was, it was had a gimmick finish. It was more wrestling with a casket match type finish. Like, hey, you got to put your opponent in here to win the match yeah. or pin them. Wrestling, a little comic relief in there. I mean, it's North American wrestling at the end of the day. Like, it's still North American wrestling. It's still the brand that we all subscribe to. And we can't, like, we can't act like we're going to hold other companies above other people. We had Kenny Omega face a doll in Japan. A blow up doll. Didn't he also uh, uh, go against a like a seven year old? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. A female child. Yes. So let's not act like, you know. Hey, he sold for her. Yeah. But I mean, this match was okay. I, I'm happy that the feud is over with uh, Arn Tassi winning the rubber match. Um, the finish to the match that Thriller I thought was going to be where, where th- uh, Jericho was going to hit the Judas effect onto Cassidy. Cassidy was going to dump, and then Jericho would have fallen to that. Didn't happen. They were fighting on the apron for what felt like 10 minutes. Yeah. He had going apron to turnbuckle, apron to turnbuckle, apron to turnbuckle. And then Cassidy hits the, the Superman punch to knock Jericho into the, the mimosa bath. Jericho was on the top turnbuckle, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then he got what caught with the it? orange punch. The orange punch. They renamed it. They're not calling it Superman punch anymore. What makes sense. Makes sense. Orange, orange punch. Well, also, punch with the drink. Another, the another promotion already uses Superman punch with, exactly. their, with their top guy now. 
Yes, we're not going there. I'm just saying there's no, a no, reason for the remake. You can't trademark a move. Like, but no, the name, thing is, the, the super name. no, but yeah, the but Superman, Superman punch is the actual name. name of that punch. Okay, so yeah, that is the that is the legit name. No, I know. So it's like individual try. They wanted a differentiation. Exactly. I'd rather be about differentiation. In Shotokan and Muay Thai, that is actually known as a Superman punch. That that punch is a Superman punch. I mean, in the Attitude Era, we had two guys doing the Uranagi. Just one was the bookend, the other one was the rock bottom. I just think they don't want to call it the same thing. Yeah, it's no, not a thing of renaming it because they're not allowed to have it. I just think they don't want the association. They already did a WWE type gimmick match. They don't want to. You know. Well, yeah, why not? I mean, if if this is something that your performer is going to do regularly, why not give it a unique name? That especially if it's going to be his finisher. It looked good though. He pulled it off pretty well. The orange does have a good uh, yeah, no, Superman he pulled it punch. Off pretty good because sometimes you can do a Superman punch and it looks kind of corny. Oh, you don't just Roman. Roman. He's a heel now. It was an interesting work right now. Listen, if somebody's gotten hit with he's not a good man, guy, he's not a bad guy. He's, he's the guy. The guy. He's so amazing. he's a Paul Heyman guy. Basically, somebody's gotten hit with an actual Superman punch. When it does, when it's done right, I got hit with headgear, and I still felt like I was gonna go out. It hurts. It's not fun. <laughs> it hurts. So, I mean, yeah, there's not much to talk about the Cassidy-Jericho match. Um, no, I'm, I just... kind of what you expected. I'm really. happy that this this should be, for all intents and purposes, the blow-off blow to their match. This is the rubber match. You're 1-1 right now. That's it. I love that they even had it listed as Jericho-Cassidy 3. Yeah. 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 I just love how Jericho's looking to put Cassidy over. Like, oh, yeah. Like, nobody's it, business. Jer- Jericho's a, he's he's a, a, he's, he's a business dude. He's a wrestler's guy. Did you guys think this one is the Terminator 3 of the uh, of the match? Of the whole series? Well, if you're asking me if there's going to be a, a bunch of really crappy ones that follow this, I hope not. Please run. Okay. If you're asking if this is the worst of the three, I guess. Most likely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you did have, was it uh, Cassidy Jericho 2 with the the, the, the dragon? Oh, my God. What is it called? No, I mean, it's... The dragon screw. Thank you. There With you the go. dragon screw that Jericho just kept selling as a flat back bump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was like no turn to it. Yeah, just just like, just that's not how you sell that. Bop, Jer- no, that's not how you. All right, forget it. Whatever. With this. <laughs> Moving on. Three dragon screw that just sells as flat back bumps. Like that's that's just not how you sell that, Jericho. That's that's how you do that. Hey, too. listen, he's a lot of mistake or two. Anyway, maybe. So we move on to the main evento. We have the. AEW World Championship on the line between John Moxley and MJF, uh, where Moxley is banned from using the paradigm shift. I think I picked MJF because of the stipulation. I thought they'd find a way to work that stipulation to MJF's favor. I I thought the match, the story of the match was going to be Moxley going to try and hit it a million times, and every time he tried to hit it, either MJF would get out of it or the ref would be like, "Yo, you can't do that." And then the final time to try and do it would turn into like a low blow and then a finish. That was my thought process. Let me say I like that they didn't do that. No, yeah. Yeah. That's WWE. Right? No, they just turned it into a blade job city. Right. We had, you know, MJF do a blade job, and then Wardlow was interfering with the ref. And that's as he tried to throw the ring to MJF. Oh, no. That was the plan. Was let me distract the ref, give MJF the ring, MJF used the ring, knock out Moxley, one, two, three. But instead, when he caught the ring, he had dropped it initially, so when he picked it up. He looks up and Mox is already waiting for him. Hits him with the paradigm shift as a rep is not looking. One to three matches over. So he uses the illegal move to win the match, which means 
this feud isn't over. Because you know on Wednesday, Moxie's going mean, MJF is going to come out to the ring with his lawyer. As to be like, you hit an illegal move, and you and you shouldn't be the champion. I should, I should be, be the rightful champion. Yep. I demand you to come out here and you know give me what's owed to me. Blah 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 blah. So we're gonna see this move on, which is fine yeah. because I'm okay with the idea of MJF eventually becoming the champion. I don't want to hand it to him right away. Nope. Let him work for it, whether it's here or not. So I'm cool with that. Um, so that was the 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 card in its entirety. As we tend to do here, gentlemen, let's first talk about our match of the night. Anyone care to go first with a volunteer? I'm torn right now. I'll go. You're torn? Between someone trippers. Oh, poor guy. Put a bandaid on it. Shut up. Um, Yikes. I'll go with, I'll go with the, the, the match of the night. I'll, I'll start with it. Um, okay. It's uh, Thunder Rosa and uh, Sheeta. Okay. I thought it was a consistent match from front to end. Uh, it was one of... Literally the less gimmicky match of the night. It was straight up wrestling match. It was a straight up wrestling match, which I completely enjoyed. Um, she does Bay, so you know I always love her. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it, it was a consistently good match. Very little garbage in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, the outcome was undeniable, of course, because you know uh, Thunder Rosa was coming from another promotion, so you got to keep sure. your champion uh, nice and healthy and sure. looking good. Um, everybody hit their spots. It was good. Uh, that was my match of the night. Okay. For me. Gentlemen. Tommy. He's still so I wanted to say I'm between Sheeta too, but I also wanted to give a rub to the Bucks and Ju- uh, Jurassic Express because I, I was entertained. It was, I think, nope, not the shortest match of the night. No. Uh, but for only 14 minutes and 50 seconds, About 15, 15 minute match. They it was a well used fifteen minutes, so I kind of want to give it to them, especially the finish. Like they, Jungle Boy took a beating and still looks strong doing it. That boy knows the taste of boots. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be tasting those boots for weeks. Like nobody suffered. Like yeah, Jurassic Express lost. Jungle Boy ate the pin, but nobody really lost there. If you yeah. get my drift. Yeah. Both yeah. teams are still fine. I agree. So does. I'm gonna go with Tom. Um, I think the Bucks and Luchasaurus. Yeah, I was in Luchasaurus <laughs> and Jungle Boy Jack Perry. <laughs> uh, I think it was, it was the best match of the night. Uh, it wasn't long, but the storytelling, the the false finishes in the match, really had me hooked. We're like, oh, they're gonna win. Oh, they're gonna lose. Oh, they're gonna win. Oh, they're gonna lose. And then then the Bucks started their super kicks. I was like, mm, okay. So for me, I'm I'm going the fourth match of the night, the Bucks and Jurassic Express. What do you got for real? You know, there was three matches in contention for me. Mm-hmm. Two that are already mentioned, and the third that was not. Um so for that, I'll go with the third match that we, you know, have some some, some love spread. I'll go with FTR versus Kenny and Adam Hangman Page. That's not a bad match. I felt the match went on too long. I uh, that's I mean, reason why yeah, I it went about half it. an hour. So it was a little longer than I would have liked. But they have a story to tell on both sides. They mm-hmm. told all the story beats that they had to tell. Plus, we're stepping forward in this whole you know elite storyline that's been building for over over a year now. Yeah. So, for that sake, I'll I'll go with that as my match of the night. Not a bad one. So. 
many people do recaps and reviews on YouTube, and they have their own review system. We have, you know, Meltzer who does the stars. We have Colton Holly does their letters. But here at Grapples to Apples, we do this a little differently. We do topes. Now, if your show is a heaping pile of what is this, you get zero <laughs> topes. If your show made me want to go, can we watch it again forever, please? You get five topes. So, gentlemen, let's each go around the table and – how many topes would you give AEW All Out 2020? Out of five, right? Out of five. I'd give it a four. Wow. Yeah, I usually rate high. Yeah. Because I'm the high rater. What? what? Even I don't know. It doesn't make sense, but it's late and I'm tired. Show it. Very much, <laughs> Show I'm very much liquored up at the moment. Show it. Um, that's not bad to burn it. I need to find out energy. I'm going three minutes from here. Um, I give it. I give it a four. I give it a solid four because I, I was entertained from front to end. I wasn't bored. Usually am. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, I wasn't bored. Um, the, I guess the only match that I didn't like was uh PP. What was it? PP. Uh, <laughs> a PP match. Oh, PP match. Yeah. I didn't like the PP match. That was that was that's what brought it down one full point for me. Um, other than that, I enjoyed the match. I enjoyed, I mean, I enjoyed the, uh, Battle uh, Royal. Well, it wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. You know what? I didn't like it for the, for the stupid technical stuff. Like I was yeah, saying yeah, before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I didn't like the. Oh, so you're not being like me and take away points for that. No, I'm, I'm very giving. I'm a giving person. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, the heel in this. That's my wife. I'm the three children. I'm a very You know what? This person. is a family show. And that's how you create yes. families, Davis. Hello. Hello. Knock, knock. This Who's is wrestling, that? not biology class. Move on with your rating. Anyway, so. <laughs> me. <laughs> it was just technical stuff, you know? Like, you know wrestling like, and biology don't go hand in hand. Like, I'm not at all. Mark Henry. Thank you. <laughs> the 80-year-old woman giving birth to a hand. Yeah. I was at that show. Were you really? I was at the garden. That's I was right. at that show. That's sick. That explains a lot. And anyway, I was at the Royal Rumble for me. There you go. Moving on. Okay. Who's next? Tommy. Tommy. So, I'm not going to go through the whole thing here, but really quick, you know, starting to usually do 2.5, yeah, you know. I, I would only knock off some for, you know, the first two, like the buy-in really kind of was, lackluster until the last part of the match was not happy with the casino battle royal i think the hardy situation could have been handled better all in all i'll land at 375 okay 11 matches way too much to go one by one like we usually do yeah um i kind of just try to do it quickly same like, Thrill and I were going through the list while you were talking. I'm trying to do the math as fast as I possibly can. <laughs> so I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna sit with you. I think I'm gonna land at about three seven five, maybe three five. Um, it's it's things because I'm totally jaded. Like with all of the horrible WWE shows I've been watching lately, and they've been sitting at like two five. I'm like, how can this only be a three five when there was three two matches? Average. Right, but there the was three matches here that I was willing to consider for match of the night, and so I'm like, how can I only give it one more grade above WWE's normal shenanigans? I'll tell you how. With that, we were having a lot of conversation and kind of. Like, oh, yeah, there is a wrestling show going on in my left eye, but this conversation's a lot of fun, so let's not stop this. Nothing really bothered me. 
you nothing, know, nothing, nothing on the show offended me. Nothing on the show bothered me. There was nothing that made me go, what? What? Why would you? What? But there wasn't jump out of you. But they right. But there wasn't a lot of like, oh, bro, did you? Oh my god, I like the, this match all over. Like the last all out where we were leaning over. It wasn't a co- crazy show, but it was. It was a solid. It show. was solid. Yeah, it was solid. a very solid show. So I'm. I, we didn't turn it off, Davis. We did. We how many uh, WWE pay per views have we literally turned off? And you went home, and I went to go sleepy time. We've only not turned off when we knew we were going to be on the show, and we had to still pay attention. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna float somewhere around three five three seven, uh, leaning closer towards three five. Okay, that's nice. I landed on a three point two five. Okay, you mean man? That makes sense. Um, this didn't blow my socks off. Right. But it it wasn't egregious. It didn't do anything too egregious. Right. Um. There, it was it was a, it was an okay show. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, I also got to take into consideration, you know, like we had a big crowd watching. Um, when I usually do watch socially distance on um, pay per views, I'm for the most part by myself watching. So I get to dissect and break break down the matches. That couldn't happen this time, but it was still good enough to be at least three point two five. I think certain wrestling shows kind of benefit from a smaller crowd. Like um, last year, when the three of us were here watching the, the Day of Wrestling, oh we watched the three Lord. shows. But because fun. it was just the three of us, we were really able to enjoy all three shows. I think when you add, you know, what was it like six of us all together by the end of the night? Yeah. You know, sometimes you get caught up in conversation, you miss bits and pieces. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I thought, I th- you know, I'm with you. I think sometimes the matches dictate that you miss bits and pieces. True. That's also true. Yeah. That's also true. That's that's where my comment about the uh, the tag title match going too long. Yeah. Because see, but the, the tag title match also kept me coming back from the conversation. Yeah, no, it kept us coming back. But the fact is, it you know you didn't feel the need to stop everything altogether. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I think that's gonna wrap up our recap and review of AEW All Out 2020. As always, you can listen to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apples. That's Grapples, the number two. Apples. God, that sounds so good. Oh, man, right? I missed that. <laughs> if you don't like SoundCloud, you got Google Play Music, you got Apple Podcasts, you got iHeartRadio. doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com and Twitter.com slash Grapples Apples. Again, that's Grapples, the number two. two. Apples, like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to put us as many eyes and ears as humanly possible, because we really appreciate it. As always, I've been one of your hosts. Mr. Ill Will, the Thrill, the Public Canyon, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you mean to be, that's why because baby. That's who I is. Join in person, literally by my side, by my hetero life. May tell him who you are, baby. Man of the hour, man with the power. Too damn sleepy to be sour. The cream of the crop rising top. Your boy, everyone's boy. Are you? Are you did you retain? Especially the rules. Well, yeah, because Tommy and Alan tied. So you officially retain. Yes. Nice. I'm sorry. I hate you. Your champion, the general, Shades, and our special guests for every AEW pay-per-view. We've had our barbecue. We've had our beer. We have a lot of them. Now it's time to go to bed. Tommy Boy, one half the Suburban Brothers. And Big Daddy Hugo, happy to see the boys back together right next to each other. Holding hands, locking eyes, 
All right? <laughs> saying sweet nothings to each other's ears. Wearing the same shirt and pants at the same time. Just the two of us. <laughs> Copyright, copyright. Can't afford it. We haven't had copyrights in months. Now we have two in the same show. <laughs> Welcome back, boys. Good to see you guys. Enjoy your Labor Day, everybody. Don't forget to check out our episodes last week, this week, next week, and every other week. It's an apple a day. It's a bad wrestling away. Peace. Peace. Love. Good night.